Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. All right, the offseason is here. Welcome into oh, I Want Your Flex. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. The show's executive producer is Ryan Bershinger. You can find on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger. Mike, we're going to do our draft. Uh, mm-hmm. Me, you, and Ryan are going to draft the top 60 players or at least make 60 picks for how we think it should go down in your drafts this summer or in August, or at least if you were to have a fantasy draft for 2023, what it would look like right now. That's just the problem that we can't foreshadow and tell you what's going to happen in free agency. We can't tell you what's going to happen in the draft. We can't tell you if there are gonna, injuries are going to happen, but that's what we're going to lay out. We're going to lay out 60 picks, but my, my place where I want to start are those questions like now that the offseason is here and the Chiefs have won the Super Bowl and we're looking ahead and the combines on the horizon and free agency is as well. What are the things that you are looking at 
with fantasy angles heading into this 2023 offseason? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, number one, we have the quarterback carousel in general, but you've got some explosive weapons with the New York Jets, and I hate to say this because of my uh, the fact that it's uh, beaten into my head night after night, the greatness of the Jets by my tag team partner Jason Smith in the evening show there at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, but you got Garrett Wilson. You have Brees Hall returning from injury. Those are two guys that could be potential top ten options at their respective positions, but it's all a matter of who the signal caller is, right? Immense talent, but who's the guy fitting the suit there? Sure. This it's a good uh, Brady Bunch. That, is that a little Johnny it's Bravo? It's a little, little Johnny yeah. Bravo to get it started. That's right. Nicely done. I think the quarterbacks um, always, well, you know, it's we know that they always have a role in everything. I look to Denver to see, you know, what Sean Payton can do with Russell Wilson. But the trickle-down, like, to the fantasy-wise is, you know, does does Jerry Judy become that guy? Yeah. Um, what ends up happening uh, with the playmakers and Javante Williams uh, coming off of his knee injury? Um, I think Denver's skill position players are intriguing now with Sean Payton there. And and I'll give you another one that's that's popped up a little bit. Um, I'm curious to see how the NFL handles Alvin Kamara. Um, Now that that video has come out, I'm also curious with free agency, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be a free agent. What happens with that number one wide receiver spot in Kansas City? Like, does it stay what it was this past season and have Travis Kelsey? Does Kadarius Toney with a full offseason kind of become the guy? Um, I'm curious about how that works out in Kansas City. How much do they adjust but is there is there truly going to be a, a, a guy to replace uh, Tyree Kill and I also just think I think that the running backs that we could see drafted uh, coming up in the draft Bijan Robinson uh, Jameer Gibbs those guys I, I, I think are going to be such prime targets uh, come fantasy drafts just like Brees Hall was with the Jets uh, you know last season and and Damian Pierce was the name as we were getting ready for for drafts in in August I think that those are going to be the hot names that uh, people will end up drafting uh, early or earlier in August than we thought but just curious to see obviously where they land come draft time in late April yeah I mean you've got the the rumor mills out there with big big names uh, like a Derrick Henry is he still in Tennessee Mm-hmm. We're seeing that Rand Carthen is getting rid of a bunch of the, the veteran guys. Robert Wood said, I'm free. Uh, Taylor Luan is, is gone. Uh, I want to go back to Denver for a second. What did you think of the uh, sack of potatoes comments uh, related to Russell Wilson I, <laughs> from his I, former teammate? <laughs> so it's funny because when I take my uh, baby boy, who's going to be two in the in the next couple of months, when I lift him up, and I throw them on my shoulder. That's what I say. I say sack of potatoes. You know, yeah. like like you would just take a sack of potatoes, throw them over your your shoulder, and and that's how you would handle them. So that was the first thing that popped into my mind. But there is something to um, Russell Westbrook being uh, Will Stout. Maybe that's Wilson is a it. stout man. Yeah. Yes. Did I say Westbrook? That's okay. He's on okay, the break because yeah, he's yeah, back Russell in Los Wilson, Angeles. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's all right. Hey, he's in the news, so it's yeah, relevant. Yeah, Ru- yeah. Russell Wilson being of, he's always just been stout. You know, no, that's... Like that's how I've always you know viewed him, and he has gotten uh, thicker throughout his his playing days. There's no doubt about that. But maybe he felt like he needed to add the weight. But yeah, I kind of thought it was 
I thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean, the running back position all around is, is the curiosity. Ezekiel Elliott, what happens with him? Uh, all of the, the the Nevada, Las Vegas getting ready to host the Super Bowl, but a lot of questions, not only a quarterback, but is Josh Jacobs coming back? Because he's a guy that seems like he wants to break the bank, but every opportunity, I'd really love to stay here. I have a house yeah. here. <laughs> please, please let me be here. So yeah. that's interesting. And then everything with the Jacksonville Jaguars year two of Doug Peterson. And Trevor Lawrence, they're becoming a, a sexy uh, Super Bowl dark horse. I'm curious on how Dallas actually ends up looking. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned Josh Jacobs, free agent. We expect Tony Pollard to be back. Um, but still, there's decisions to be made. What's Ezekiel Elliott's role? And just really now what happens with, you know, Mike McCarthy, you know, implementing the stuff that he wanted to implement now that Kellen Moore is no longer the offensive coordinator. So I find I find Dallas being a different look this offseason. I'm just curious on how much change actually occurs in Dallas and what change there there could be with the Cowboys. All right, I got two more for you, Dan. Number yeah. one, word came down that the Chargers parted ways with their head trainer. Something I've been calling for for months. They don't get to, until they change trainers, I don't worry about what Staley and everybody else is doing because you can't work if you're working with an incomplete set of people on the field. So that's part one. The other one is, hey, did Tom Brady say I'm retired and put in a a document so people would leave him alone for six months? (laughs) To where maybe he comes back, but there's no speculation because, hey, it's official, it's done. And then he could sneak in under cover of night if things are still going weird, weirdly in San Francisco or somewhere else. Uh, I don't know. I, I think the document, I think, I, think that's, I think that's the real deal. I think that's what you do to save yourself. <laughs> like that, so, you, so you yourself don't say, you know what, if I do have second thoughts in July and August, if I don't submit this paper, I may want to come back. But now if I do it, then this is this is a saving myself, you know, for me sort of deal. No, and, and that that could very well be true. Just remember, all it takes is a one, uh, two-word fax or a contraction and one word, I'm back, <laughs> as uh, another goat in another sport once did. <laughs> the uh, I, I think that the – it's funny because in looking ahead the next year – the Buccaneers were actually one of the, the teams that was, for me, toughest to really analyze mm-hmm. and put in place when you're ranking players and you're looking at, at different options. Um, I think, at, you know, I, I don't know what other people have, but I think Rashad White may be a little bit higher uh, on lists and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans maybe a little bit lower on the list, so... No, sure. And you got Cam Jordan saying they'll go back to being the same old Buccaneers now that Superman has left the building. So, <laughs> oh, we'll man. see. All right. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Bayer. Your 2023 fantasy football draft gets going right after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's this is what you've been waiting for. If we were to have a draft for a fantasy football season, this is how we think it would go. Mike Harmon, Ryan Bershinger, myself, Dan Beyer, going to give you a top 60 draft we're not drafting our own teams here. We're not saying, well, I haven't drafted a quarterback yet. I better go grab one or a tight end. It's basically best available. And I, I would assume it's just kind of us just combining what would be our rankings. Right, Mike? Yep. I mean, like if you have your thoughts, I have my thoughts. And then as we put this together, uh, we'll have some sort of resemblance on what a draft should maybe look like in 2023. Oh, let's get it on. All right, Bursch, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, you're going to be on deck because Harmon's going to have the first pick. Then you will be second. I will be third. We are not going to snake it. We're just going to go boom, boom, boom. There's no point. Again, we aren't filling out teams, so there's no reason to make it fair. But I think this should give a somewhat um, maybe accurate uh, depiction of how a big board should look in July and August and looking ahead to the 2023 fantasy draft. All right, Mike Harmon, you are on the clock. By the way, we're going to do 30 picks, take a quick glance at it, and then we'll do the uh, 31 through 60. That's how we're going to do it. All right, Harmon, you're on the clock. Let's get it on. Uh, Back to number one after a huge second half with San Francisco. I don't know who's throwing them the ball. I don't know who's tucking it into his gut. But give me Christian McCaffrey, your number two running back from 2022, on the upswing, healthy, ready to go in a loaded system, uh, regardless of who is under center. By the way, not a comment after every pick. We don't have to do that. But um, I should have mentioned the 49ers in our 2023 offseason because there are a lot of questions that happen oh, hell with the San Francisco yeah. 49ers as you mentioned. All right, Burst, you're up at number two. At number two, 
I'm going to take a guy who I would be very tempted to take number one overall. I think McCaffrey is the right move to go number one. I think it's the safest one. But, man, the ceiling with Justin Jefferson is just so incredibly appealing. Uh, Of course, just what he did this past season. I think he can at least get close to repeating that. Uh, I'm going to take Justin Jefferson at number two. Wow, Justin Jefferson. PPR scoring, by the way, uh, in this draft. He already broke the board, What did you say, Mike? He already broke the board. Yeah, he did. He did. I I was waiting for him to be a round two pick, and uh, that's only because we have three picks in our Yeah, uh, exactly. I was ready at number four. I was ready to pounce. You screwed me, Bush. (laughs) Well, I'm going to take Austin Eckler then. Uh, He's the number one uh, best available then on my board, even though uh, I I think the new offensive coordinator can only help the Chargers, so Austin Eckler may even be better in 2023. May actually be able to run the football. (laughs) Yeah. Go figure, being to go with those 100 catches. Uh, I'm going to take your guy, Dan, with the next pick, Kenneth Walker Third. Mm. I'm getting a little bit saucy. Why? Because Gino's a monster. Okay, maybe not. Kenneth Walker is. Wow, Kenneth Walker gone at number four. All right, Bursch. <laughs> Man, I broke the board. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I will take – I think that – you're going to see him a lot in the top half of drafts this this uh, next season, and I think that that's fine. He was the number one pick last year, and I think that he could get back to that first-round level uh, if he stays healthy. We saw his numbers increase uh, when he when Jeff Saturday took over, uh, and of course Saturday's not going to be there. But damn, um, you know, I, I'm I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor because I think that Steichen can make him a focal point of that offense. I think that they're going to uh, work towards uh, uh, building the offense around Jonathan Taylor. So I will take him here. I'm not surprised. We have a show on Fox Sports Radio and in our pre-draft emails, Burst was trying to sell me on the <laughs> the the likes and the the upswing of the Colts and Jonathan Taylor's value. So that is not surprising. There you go. Did they take um, quarterback drafting responsibilities away from Ballard yet? <laughs> I, didn't, hey. I don't think so. Bit by bit, man. I'm going. I'm, I'm big game hunting. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I am uh, the, uh, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not betting against Travis Kelsey. I'd rather, if, if, he, if he falls off the cliff, that's fine because he's like 85% of the tight ends in the NFL. But I'll take Travis Kelsey at number six. It was such a position we talked about so much during the year. Um, but I, I feel very good getting him sixth overall in a PPR draft. Well, the Raiders may not have a plan at quarterback, but I'll, I'll take Devontae Adams anyway. Uh, even in all the uncertainty, he was uh, WR2 for the year. Some ebb and flow, good, bad, ugly, uh, but a guy that just puts out numbers. I will go with Cooper Cup here because of what we saw when he was healthy last season. He was projecting out to be a, a first-round talent yet again. Uh, he still gets an insane amount of workload. Hopefully, you get a healthy Matt Stafford. Uh, the Rams should be able to bounce back a bit. I will take Cooper Cup, especially in a full PPR. All right, so Cooper Cup goes there. I honestly have a bit of a, a, bit of a dilemma because I have two guys right next to each other. And, Mike, it's something that you talked about. I think we know the guy's future. Um but, gosh, do you, you know, do you play it safe? Do you go? This is where I'm going to go. I'm going to go Jamar Chase, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, there go. is another player that I don't think will be there when I pick, heck, in three more picks. But I'm going to go Jamar Chase. And I guess maybe it's the most recent of just seeing on on how, you know, Joe Burrow relies on him. Not that 
He doesn't rely on T. Higgins. He does as well. But, you know, when the going really, really gets tough, Jamar Chase seems to be the guy. Um, I think I'm playing it safe by taking Jamar Chase at number nine. From the wishing, wanting, hoping, and it potential of the change of venue, Derrick Henry, come on down. Mm. If the rumors are correct, then it's a pick-your-poison circumstance for defenses in 2023 and perhaps a lot of big lanes for him to run in. All right. King Henry rounds out the top 10. Burst, you got number 11. Um we saw him uh, just shine this past season, and of course there is still questions uh, as to where he will play and what's going on with the team they just played for. I will take Saquon Barkley here. I think that this is a very comfortable spot. I'm seeing on a lot of rankings he's as high as five, right? Um, and uh, I think the talent is undeniably there. The workload this past uh, season was there. I will uh, in the back half of the first round. I feel very comfortable with Saquon. I, I that's who I was debating between Chase and Barkley, and I just went, I went the safe route with Jamar Chase at at number twelve. I, I'm gonna take Tyree Kill. I, yeah. I I just I still think it's there. I don't think that Tua, I don't think Tua takes a step back. I don't know if he takes a step forward, guys, but I don't think he takes a step back. So I'm going to go Tyree Kill at number 12 uh, with the Dolphins. Well, he's taking judo now, so that's going <laughs> to – he's learning how to take a bump. I, I talked about it with Arnie Spanier. He was in for Jason Smith on uh, Wednesday night show, and that story came up. And, and Arnie, being a Dolphins fan, started kind of losing money. He goes, what is this going to do? What are, guys are going to get hurt. I'm like, no, 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 but the whole idea is you go and you learn to take a bump. And I went into a whole WWE thing, and I think I, I could see his mouth becoming a gape and his eyes going blazing over as I did the explanation. It's like, but judo, judo, this is an opportunity. He's like, you're insane. Uh, and and I'll, I'll own it. I'll, I'll go with it. Uh, last year's number one slips here again, whether he's in Las Vegas or somewhere else, Josh Jacobs with a huge 2022 campaign. Whether whether he moves on or, or they just stack around, which means I'm drafting a lot of Raiders. Remember, I'm looking oh, for fantasy yes. points, not wins. <laughs> Um, I'm deciding between two people here, but I'm going to go with the one that there's more questions about, but I'm more excited about. And uh, I'm going to take Brees Hall here. Nice. Uh, yeah. If, <laughs> if he's fully recovered from that injury, he looked phenomenal when he was healthy at the start of the last season. Uh, if they improve a quarterback, that offense is going to be legitimate and it's going to center around Brees Hall. So I will take Brees Hall here. Wow, Bursh, you can't are... get any worse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I am going to go Travis Etienne mm. for the upswing of Mike talked about in our Jacksonville preview. Uh, I, I mean, I really think it's there. I don't know if there's anybody to really challenge, even if Calvin Ridley um, is reinstated. I think that may hurt, you know, the other guys, but I think ETN is still going to get his. So I'll take him at number 15. I'm sitting at number 16 and, and I seeing a guy that we've bypassed and we move on. And I don't love him because a lot of the analysis we did during the season, fellas, uh, was talking about how miserable he was for a good chunk of the season, particularly uh, after his quarterback came back. And that's Nick Chubb of your <laughs> Cleveland Browns, but he still finished fifth in overall scoring amongst running backs. The volume is there. Opportunities, in theory, better with a full offseason of Deshaun Watson. Don't love it, but uh, at 16, a uh, little bit of value here. 
Um, I still think there's a ton of value in taking Stephon Diggs here. So I'm going to go ahead and take Stephon Diggs. I know he didn't put up uh, gigantic numbers at the end of the season, but throughout the year he was still a very reliable wide receiver one. So I will take Diggs here. All right, Diggs goes off the board. Uh, I am going to go with another guy whose future we don't necessarily know, but we think we know. Um, But we still, in the end, don't know. I'm going Tony Pollard, um, especially with Zeke's future. Who knows? Um, He's been Mike's guy for the last, I think, three years now. I love him. You know, yeah. So I think that the the value of Tony Pollard and what he can do in in Dallas, he doesn't need the ball 25 times a game. Not with what, what... Cowboys, again, there could be a lot of changes, but I'm going Tony Pollard at number 18. Yeah, fortunately, a few of my bandwagons that I built really paid off. Josh Allen, Tony Pollard, some others have become little shanty towns off on the side. We don't talk about those because they live in the uh, shadows of the big it, buildings. Yeah. Uh, again, <laughs> you're talking to uh, the Brandon Cooks, Rashad Penny uh, yeah. combo right here. Oh, man. Yeah. By the way, they did not. They, uh, if you see those names in our top 60, Never listen to this podcast again. If you see Cooks or Penny, don't ever listen. Well, it All just right. means we are we are resolute in our, our stances. The talent is there. The opportunity just hasn't worked. Uh, let's go A.J. Brown in Philadelphia. Uh, the explosiveness of that offense. I know the coordinator thing is a really big deal and some of the other free agent potential losses, but Brown is a singular talent that we have seen in two destinations. Um, I will keep the receiver train rolling because there's a lot of receiver talent here. I'm going to take the guy that I think Dan is about to take. So I will take Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, I, I think, again, we saw what that Lions offense did last year. I think this is a great spot for, for Amon Ra. I guess because of that, um, and it was down to him or this guy, I'm taking CeeDee Lamb. Mm-hmm. I, I think that there is, you know, I, I, not that there is a, I think that there is a separation um, maybe some guys could move into this group, but I think of the guys that we have named, I feel that this is where the separation at the wide receiver position uh, ends up being. Not that the guys that we're going to name in the next, you know, how many other picks are bad picks, um, and they could move up to this tier, but I think right there was the separation, and uh, Amon St. Brown and C.D. Lamb were my last two. Nicely right, done. Yeah, coming up next, uh, I'll go back to Pittsburgh. Identity remains the same. Uh, output and touchdown opportunities may be lacking at times, but give me Najee Harris, still a, a big part of their passing game, uh, even though he finished as a back-end RB1 well, for 2022. Especially with Derek Carr handing him the football, Mike. You know, as you guys <laughs> talked about on your show. How dare you? How dare you bring up one of the worst takes of all time? It, it, look, it got people mad. And if you want to talk about hot take nonsense, as I love to do, I, I almost couldn't keep a straight face. It was kind of oh. like when Rossini was saying uh, that the Jets told Derek Carr he could be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he came <laughs> and won in New York. I mean, it was the same kind of thing. It's like, are we really doing this? Really nice. uh, but I mean, look, you throw darts against the wall, right? You got a lot of moving parts, opportunities. And if you decided you're done with Kenny Pickett, I think it was more just a projection based on how much he hates just Zach Wilson as his quarterback at this point. So it's like, you know what? I'm taking Pickett with him. <laughs> All right. Burst, you are up at number 23. Um, I'll take Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, I think he was incredibly underrated last season, finished as a top 10 running back. Uh, he, he'll probably still get that workload in New England because they don't really have anybody else. To and Belichick to. loves him. Yes, exactly. Like he's l- never loved anybody other than Slater <laughs> and opposing special teams players. He does. I, he just ran out of gas because they re, they relied on him. So 
so yeah. much, I think, at, at the end. I, I just know that because I had Ramondre Stevenson in some leagues. But, um, yeah, he's right in this ballpark. And I'll tell you who I just had right above Ramondre Stevenson, mm. DeAndre Swift. Um, I, I, You know, the Lions are so intriguing fantasy-wise mm-hmm. because guess what? The band's back together. You know, Ben Johnson didn't leave for anywhere and wanted to stay. And, like, they're going to be so intriguing, but I'm going to go DeAndre Swift at number 24. Ready? I'm going to break the mold right here. Oh, Just boy. like Bursch. I'm going to shatter glass like I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin coming in. Give me the quarterback. Go Josh Allen oh. at number 25. I wondered if we were going to get that in the top 30. I wondered if we were going to get a quarterback in the top 30, and, and it we almost didn't, but Harmon uh, comes through in the clutch. All right, Ryan, who you got? Uh a lot of intriguing spots here um, because I understand the the drop off you're saying at wide receiver is like the guys who are here are not the number ones in their offense, but they're still incredibly productive, especially in PPR. Um, I will I will go value here and I will take Mark Andrews because we saw just how bad tight end can be last season. Yeah. You're going to want a guy who should put up tons of numbers of course Andrews struggled with injuries and even when he did play he wasn't thriving as he as he was in the past but if they retain Lamar Jackson he should be the main focal point of the passing game so uh you get that sort of value at tight end it's really high I'll take Andrews and in talking about the receivers as I said there could be guys who push up to this to that next level and this is one guy that I think has the ability to do so I'm taking Garrett Wilson yeah, number twenty-seven. Um, there are a couple of other wide receivers I looked at as well, but I think if anybody is going to take that next step, even though we don't know who the quarterback is going to be, but even if it is Derek Carr, I think Garrett Wilson's able to uh, to take that step. So, all right, final three picks of this uh, first half of the draft, and then we'll quick recap it. It'll Mike, look, what do you got? Look good when uh, Derek Carr's slinging them the football. Uh, coming up next, uh, I'll go back to Miami. I'll take Jalen Waddle. I don't need 17 yards per catch, but give me 100 of them. Uh, just sure. pile them up in a PPR format. Yes. I, <laughs> there's no shame in that game. All right, Bursch, your last pick of the first half. Um, there's a couple great pieces of the Bengals offense sitting here, and I'd love to have a part of that offense. So um, even though he kind of struggled at times, it's still hard to pass up on Joe Mixon at, at this point. I think there's great value there given that he should be even though he's got some Magic P. Ryan uh, uh, breathing down his neck, I, I still think that Mixon's going to get a ton of work in that offense, and uh, I'll, I'll take Mixon here. All right, Joe Mixon goes, and you know what? I'm actually going to double up with the Bengals. I'm going to take T. Higgins with that last one uh, right on. of the uh, first round. So Mixon and Hig- Higgins are wrapping up our uh, our first 30. All right, Mike, you take how this all went down. First blush. What is your response to what could be the first 30 picks in a fantasy draft? My instinct is still uh, to to go and find guys that are going to touch the ball 15 times a game at the running back position. Mm-hmm. In other words, you, you, sometimes you, you can't uh, teach the old dog new tricks. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I thought that, too, as you were making your picks. I'm like, Mike likes the running backs. You know, because, you know, you, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, you got those guys. Derrick Henry, you know, even with your caveats, still a top 10 pick that you end up taking. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, I got that sense uh, throughout. I'll tell you yeah. the, the sense that I got, and I did bring it, bring it up as we were talking about it. There are definite tiers. Like, there, like, like when we got to the certain point of um, – 
And it was actually, it was, uh, Bruce, when you took Saquon Barkley, like I felt like, okay, that's that's the top 11. Mm-hmm. Like that's – like. I, yeah. I didn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. Like I, we don't know about Josh Jacobs, and honestly, I, you know, I don't know if Josh Jacobs has an, in, in him again to A put him in that year, first year. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know. So like. So like, there were questions, but I just felt like like Barkley to me was like the definitive tier, and then that wide receiver tier that we had talked about. Um, I just felt like w- w- after Lamb and, and St. Brown went in, in those couple of picks that we had at twenty and twenty one. I just felt that there was a definitive drop-off. Burst, what did you feel in those first 30? I think that the second round is almost more exciting than the first. Because I think in the back half of the first, it feels like there are guys where you're getting aging running backs. Or you're getting guys coming back from injury. Guys who should be able to produce a ton, but there is still slight hesitations and slight questions. I think in the second round, there's a lot of guys that you feel very confident in. Especially receivers who put up huge numbers last year. So, um... I think that's going to be interesting, and I also think that there are guys in this next 30 that by the time we get to draft time, they're going to shoot pretty high up into the top 30. Um, And so I I think that'll be interesting to see. And those 30 picks coming up next on I Want Your Flex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, it is the back half of our top 60 draft, if you will, for the 2023 fantasy season. The drafting order we've had, Mike Harmon, Ryan Bershinger, and myself, and we just continue in that order. Mike, we left off. You're on the clock. You have the 31st overall pick in our draft. All right. I am going to go back, uh, surprise, surprise, to the running back position uh, with a guy who underwent shoulder surgery. His backup is probably gone, and we talked about the explosiveness of the offense when Bursch broke the board all the way back at number two. Give me Dalvin Cook. Hmm. Dalvin Cook. Maybe cooking up some uh, magic. The uh, in the 2023. Well, season. either that or he found the cliff, Dan. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be one or the other. <laughs> oh, all right, Birch. What do you got at 32? So I had, as I had mentioned before the break, I think there are guys in this back 30 here that by the time we get to draft time are gonna shoot pretty high up boards. And this is somebody who I think we will see shoot up maybe into the top 20 based on projections and based on the way people look at things. If he's fully back from injury. I'm going to take Javante Williams here. Um, This was kind of the hype that we saw for him last season, and he did look good out of the gate and then instantly got hurt. If the Broncos offense is actually going to get it together and uh, Javante Williams is fully healthy, he's going to be a very strong fantasy asset next season. So I will take Williams here. Guys, I have a ranking sheet of what I did of best available, and and I'm not even staying true to it right now because the guy that there's one guy that is like still hovering in this area where everybody's name is crossed out but everybody below him could have that you know maybe that skyrocket sort of season and i don't think this guy's gonna have a skyrocket sort of season but at some point i have to take him i'm gonna take dk metcalf i i don't you know we expect Geno smith to be back in seattle and there wasn't that complete fall off that you thought that you would have uh, with Geno Smith as your quarterback. So I'm going to take DK Metcalf at number uh, number 33 overall. Well, and now that he jumped out of the gym during NBA All-Star Weekend, I mean, all bets are off. <laughs> Um, a guy with injury history problems, and uh, God help me as it goes through, but he was still tight end number two a distance 66 points away from number one man travis kelsey but give me george kittle because whoever's working that san francisco offense we're going to be calling the words hot route a lot to get somebody the ball kittle off the board at number 34 over to ryan bersinger i will stick with the niners here and take debo samuel um he didn't put up uh his uh 2021 numbers last season uh by far but uh, you still have that huge potential there, and if they get a steady play at, at quarterback, uh, he'll still be a focal point in that offense. I know McCaffrey kind of took away some of the fun work that Debo got last season, but also because he battled with the injury, uh, he just simply wasn't as productive. But I will take a shot here at, on Debo at 35. I am, uh, I'm I'm going to take the Mike Harmon route and go running back. I'm going to take Damian Pierce. Um, I, I think the Texans will be better, and I think that... Uh, there will be the opportunity for the hot name of 2023 uh, or 2022 to carry over in 2023. Give me Damian Pierce of the Texans. I dig that about you. I'm going to go to a, with a guy who finished uh, in the top 10 for wide receivers. I, I hate investing anything in here because I still have no idea what the quarterback is. Uh, but give me Amari Cooper of your mm. Cleveland Browns. I really like that pick. I really I had him further down in the rankings. But I'm like, I shouldn't keep him that low. 
I, yeah. Yeah, I, it, does it work, difference. right? I mean, I, I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot to like. You were watching in those windows on Sundays uh, as part of Red Zone Radio. I would catch bits and pieces and then go back and watch going, what exactly are we doing offensively here in Cleveland uh, down the stretch, especially uh, Watson and his return? But you got to figure a full season off, uh, of, uh, off season of work that uh, they can get something cooking. Cooper's off the board at 37. Burst, you're up at 38. Well, there's two very intriguing quarterbacks sitting here, and uh, I, I will, I'll take Mahomes. I'll take Patrick Mahomes okay. here at 38, um, even though I was tempted to go Hurts over Mahomes just because of the rushing level. But, I, I mean, what Mahomes brings to the passing game is undeniable. So it, it's, it's, it's one of the you know sure things you could, you could take at quarterback. So I'll, I'll take Mahomes here. I, that that actually leaves me a dilemma since Burst has actually spoken Jalen Hurts' name uh, into existence <laughs> makes me know that if I don't pick him here, he is not coming around. Um, I'm going to go and shoot, though, for the upside. Uh, maybe biased because of the uh, the college, but I'm going to go Chris Olave. We don't even know who's going to be the quarterback in New Orleans yet, but there is something there with this guy. This guy's always had it. And uh, you stay healthy, you know, hopefully he avoids the concussions, gets in the end zone a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think Olave is, uh, is, is great value here at number 39. All right, I'm going to go to, with a guy that currently isn't even allowed to practice with his team. <laughs> I'm going down to Jacksonville, applying for reinstatement after being banned for a year. Wow. Calvin Ridley. Wow, that is our first shocker. That is our whoa. That is, that is, you know, that's Harmon putting his rubber stamp on Calvin Ridley. We'll see, we'll see if it's a uh, a bad <laughs> bad. <stamp. laughs> this, is, this is one that I I'm like. All right, all talent is there. He's out of Atlanta where he was unhappy. You had the betting scandal. People can be all upset about how egregious it is or not and have that debate. Uh, I think he gets reinstated, and if Jacksonville's going to be the squad uh, to break through, he's got to be the guy. All right, Calvin Ridley at number 40. 20 picks to go. Burst, you're up next. Uh, let's let's go ahead and take Jalen Hurts off the board. Then. <laughs> let's, let's, again, I think this is this is the right spot for these guys. And, of course, the the dimension that he brings with the running game is is undeniable. So, uh, yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts at 40. I'll, I'll, I'm going to take J.K. Dobbins at 42. Um, who knows what's going to happen in Baltimore? But he seems to want the football. And if Lamar isn't back, um, he's probably going to get the football a lot. Even if Lamar is back, I think he's going to get the football a lot. And a year removed from the injury, J.K. Dobbins at 42. Perhaps a little more opportunity in the red zone uh, as that plays out as well. Uh, I'm going to go with a little bit of price shot. You talked about it in in terms of intriguing storylines. Sack of potatoes, who's he throwing it to? Give me Jerry Judy. Mm. I didn't know where to put him. Yeah, he's I, he's an enigma. <laughs> like yes. I, I moved him a couple of times. Yeah, I, and here he goes at number forty-three. Yeah, not not bad. Uh, yeah, he, especially late in the year, what you saw, you're like, okay, maybe this is what this is how it's going to. Well, as soon as they got rid of all those pre-snap penalties and operated with a little bit of urgency and efficiency, I, I gotta mm-hmm. think it was at least trending in the right direction. And Sean Payton's sure. not going to put up with that nonsense. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
All right, Burst, yeah. 44. That that goes in with my Javante pick, where I do think as we get closer to the draft, people are going to buy into the Broncos again, but not all the way like they did last year. I think it will be an appropriate amount of buying in, and I think that, that uh, it will pay dividends. Uh, at 44... I will. He's still on the board. I, I will take Devonte Smith. I, I know his his numbers were buoyed by a couple of really big games last season, um, but he is still a, an excellent receiver, and he's going to be involved in that passing game uh, in a full PPR. I think there's great value with Smith here at 44. Um, I'm going to take DJ Moore at 45. Still another quarterback situation, but again, it can't get any worse than what it was. And uh, if if Darnold's going to be you know staying there, then. There was a little bit of rapport at the end of their season, so give me DJ Moore at 45. Singular talent uh, coming in, and if he'd only caught that 87-yarder in week one, who knows what life would have been. Christian Watson of your Green Bay Packers. Yes. He was another one that I had, I was wondering where to, you know, where to put. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is actually right in the ballpark of where he went. Yeah. Good value there. Even if Jordan loves the quarterback, if they could – you know, their their rapport and working together probably will really pay off. Well, maybe they go into a dark room together, and that's the the way they establish (laughs) that rapport, and uh, they they see the light together. I will uh, keep it in Green Bay. I'll take Aaron Jones here at 47. Uh, I know the the threat of A.J. Dillon uh, didn't linger as much last season as people thought it would, but at the end of the season, Dillon did start to get more involved. But even with when Dillon was involved, uh, Aaron Jones is still getting the ball plenty. Uh, he's shown he's a he's a good teammate by restructuring that contract. Uh, uh, all around good guy. Let's bring, let's bring him in at forty seven. There you go. That is a homer pick if ever there was. He's a good guy, Dan. <laughs> you want to talk about homer? I think I'm going to make it the third Buckeye in my last four picks. <laughs> Give me Justin Fields. Yeah, how about that? There's there got to be go. some more 70-yard yeah. touchdown runs, uh, whether it be in Chicago or elsewhere. Um, he was he was a pain to play against the, in the second sure. half of the season. Like when you saw like crap, because at any point in that division, you know, I mean, you didn't have great defenses, so you knew they weren't going to, you know, they weren't going to be able to stop. But I'll take Justin Fields at 48. Packers defense, one of the the biggest busts off of my predictions for last year. Let me tell you, the buy-in I had for them, uh, certainly a kick in the teeth. Uh, We'll stay in division, and we'll go back to the tight end position again, looking for that separation when you look at what TJ Hawkinson was upon his arrival in Minnesota. Yeah, he was, gosh, I saw some places where he's TE3. You know, behind Kelsey and Andrews, even jumping George Kittle in that aspect. All right, Bursch. All right. Uh, Now we're getting real interesting here. Yeah, this is where (laughs) it's – this is actually where it gets really fun. Uh, Okay. Um, hmm. By the way, I don't think anybody's going to be stealing anybody's picks here because I think now is like the free-for-all. We're in the final 10. Uh, This is final 11. But this is where it – this is where I think – I'd be surprised if you're like, darn it, you took him right before I was. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Everybody that I'm looking at has weird questions around them. The only one – okay, I will take one where I feel secure about it, and I think that that's, that's what you kind of have to look for in this range is security. Mm-hmm. Um, so at 50, I'm going to take James Conner. Um, I, I think that we saw last year when Kyler Murray was out – um, he got the ball a ton, and it paid off. And I think with a new uh, new coach in there and a bit of a new mindset, um, he's the most steady part of that team. 
Uh, so I will take Connor at 50. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but give me Cam Akers. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. You yeah both of those running backs, fellas, those were guys that I had huh? giant question marks yeah. next to yeah. as to, all right, did they heal everything or was it out of necessity that Akers became the guy? James Conner, well, there's no Kyler Murray to start. Who's quarterbacking there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Harmon, you are on the clock. You talk about sure things, fellas. Uh, I'm going back to Washington. Everything else may be a mess. I don't know what Sam Howell is, but Terry McLaurin is a good wide receiver. So give me him. And I break up uh, Dan's monopoly. Yeah, I was going to pick him, and I thought this would be too biased. Honestly, I had Akers and McLaurin right next to each other. So I break up your monopoly. When I take K.J. Hill, you know something's going to be wrong. All right. uh, Sleeper, baby. Sleeper. Let's go. Uh, um, Okay. I will take the guy that we know will be on the Chargers next season. That's Mike Williams. Uh, (laughs) Good call. (laughs) uh, We still don't know what will happen with Keenan Allen. If Keenan Allen's there for certain, I'd probably go Allen over Williams, um, only because uh, Williams is such a boomer bust guy. Uh, But I will take Mike Williams here. All right. Jackson Smith. No, I'm kidding. I'm (laughs) kidding at that. I will go. I'm uh, going to break the rules. I don't care. Bijan Robinson. I was thinking about that. Yes, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a rookie. We don't even know what team he's on, but I'm gonna take Bijan Robinson at number 54. I like the cut of your jib. Well uh, done, Dan Byer. All right. Way to break the mold. <laughs> You're hosting. Yeah. You, you're allowed to just say, forget it, I'm taking this. Uh, Atlanta, another team. I have no idea what any of it is, but I know Tyler Algier had himself one fantastic season in a, in a sea of misery. Uh, it was quiet because they were so bad, but uh, opportunity knocks, and I, I think he'll have a heavy workload here in Atlanta. All right, Tyler Algier off the board. Bursch? Um. Do you dare go double Falcons? You know, like back to back. Double up. Um, no, I will take. Hmm. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take DeAndre Hopkins here, and it's because I think he'll be somewhere else. So <laughs> I will take DeAndre Hopkins because if he goes somewhere like a Chicago or like uh, I like the way you said Chicago, yeah. right there. that was good. Um, he will become the number one receiver in, in any offense, and uh, hopefully, wherever he goes is an upgrade from where he's at. So I, I will take DeAndre Hopkins. This is this is crazy, guys. We are fifty six picks in, and no one has taken a Buccaneer. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> yeah, like this good. is like you. I I and and I can't blame. I can't blame any of us. And I'm going to tell you, I'm tw- not taking one with my next pick either. Yeah, I I, I I will. I won't. We won't do double Falcons, but um, we'll get close to it. I'm going to take Drake London. Nice. You know, we don't again. Don't know. Is it going to be Desmond Ritter? Heck, could it be Lamar Jackson? Who knows? But Drake London for a a, a year two uh, burst for the Falcons. And, All right, Mike. And, that's, and you spoke it into existence, Dan. I'll, I'll take him there. I, I don't know if he's in Baltimore or where he's playing, but I'll take Lamar Jackson. All right. Harmon's final pick is Lamar Jackson. Ryan Bershinger. Um, I, there's a couple, like, more secure picks that, that I could go here. Um, but – 
I'm going to, it's my last one. I'm going to have a little bit of fun with it because this is a player that I love and I'm not, this isn't a super reach. I, this is also a guy who I think will shoot up draft boards as Traylon Burks. <laughs> no, I'm going to take Jamison Williams. Um, because I think he's a very intriguing prospect. Um, we saw a, you know, he had one huge touchdown at the end of the season. He's got that boomer bust potential. Um, if he comes to the season fully healthy, uh, you know, there's no reason to believe he he's uh, he can't be like what Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave were last year. So uh, I will take Jamison Williams here. I'm not going to name the six guys that I could also take, but there seemed to be a bit of a rapport with Kenny Pickett and George Pickens. So give me George Pickens at number sixty. I like that. Yeah, we'll just we'll there were there were other names. You sure, it's I not think... Derek Carr throwing to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were other names, but yeah, if we're gonna end on a on a on a bit of a fun note, I think those are really three uh, really good last picks there. All right, there it is, our top sixty. Some names that didn't make it. Um, pick, you know, George Pickens' uh, running mate, Deontay Johnson. There was no Christian Kirk. In our rankings, uh, Brian Robinson of the Commanders mm-hmm. uh, didn't make our top 60. Michael Pittman Jr. didn't make the top 60. Uh, any of those names you guys maybe wish you would have put in that didn't put in? Or any names that you have? Um, I think uh, I, I, I was looking at Miles Sanders, um, uh, Joe Burrow, of course. Um, again, mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, just because we don't know. Um, and uh, I think um, there, was, there was one other name that I liked, but... Uh, yeah, they, I think those are those are kind of the safer picks that should be. Oh, Isaiah Pacheco, I like a lot, and uh, I, I think that he'll probably be around that range as well. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of value there. You mentioned Brian Robinson. Uh, how many Washington Commanders can I draft? Uh, sure. Psychologically, that's where I'm at. It's like it's still my team I'm building. Uh, but the guy that uh, I'm looking at, your Seahawks and uh, Tyler Lockett, mm. with the giant question mark as well. Also, one more, uh, Alvin Kamara. And it's because of the, again, we finally have the looming suspension coming in. Yeah. But I think if they improve at quarterback, uh, I think Kamara should have a better season than he did last right. year. But I, I understand there's there's still a lot of hesitation in drafting hey, d- him. Dan, as our resident Buckeye expert, is Michael Thomas ever going to play football again next year? <laughs> <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Heck, I took a lave for a reason uh, when I did. So um, I, I think that those... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll tell you what, he was great when he was great, but uh, that's going to be a very, very tough task. Oh, man, this is good. There are a lot of good names. Oh, Brandon Ayuk was another name. Hmm. Um, yeah. But, again, you just you, you don't know. You, you, not sure. And uh, George Pickens is just more fun to pick than Brandon Ayuk. Sorry, Brandon. All right, guys, that wraps the uh, that wraps this episode and that wraps the season. Uh, thank you both for, for the uh, the great year that we had. And uh, cannot cannot thank you enough for all the work that uh, both of you guys put in. And uh, it's been a pleasure working with you uh, twice uh, weekly throughout the football season. Appreciate it, guys. Oh, fun stuff, Dan Burrish. Obviously, we uh, we 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 love the the work you put in, the sardonic uh, wit, uh, and all of that that comes along, and and the fact that you roll with the snark uh, and my my little petty. Uh, well, diva-like behavior from time to time that <laughs> both of you deal with. So I appreciate you both for that. It was a hell of a run and, and the draft to cap it off. I mean, come on. I mean, and, and we've got 90, 9 million stories going into the off season. There's no quiet time at all. Yeah, I, I thank you both. Uh, I seriously, I really appreciate being able to do this because fantasy, ba- fantasy football, quite frankly, is my second favorite sport. So uh, I, 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 I love being able to behind football. That's 
that's what that, is that behind baseball uh, so oh yeah that's right yeah. okay all right <laughs> yeah real football is third uh, <laughs> so uh no i i really do appreciate being able to do this and uh I, you guys are are the best to be able to talk with about this uh, I, it's it is interesting here that that not nearly uh people uh, as many people as you think uh love fantasy football as much as we do here so i'm i'm glad that we're able to all have fun with one another and do this and uh it's it's not work it's fun so i I thank you guys well again thank you guys and thank you for all that you all of you that downloaded and listened uh this puts a bow on year three so for ryan bershinger and mike herman i'm dan byer we will talk to you in the summertime for season four of i want your flex At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.